And wherever you are, go ahead and share tonight's episode with someone, with a friend. And if you're driving in your car, let someone know where they can hear TMG. It's time for a new episode of TMG. Hi, everybody. Welcome to TMG. I'm your host, Travis Patton Sr. I enjoy discovering and sharing real-life moments of inspiration from everyday people. And this show is about finding moments of inspiration for our everyday lives. And look, and if you're going to tell me something, then tell me something good. Hi, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of TMG. I'm your host, Travis Patton Sr. Real quick, guys, don't forget to visit our YouTube page. Let's tell me something good with a capital T. And as always, before we get started, guys, you know how I like to do it. Don't forget, guys, we're going to give a huge shout out to my biggest supporter, my biggest fan, my lovely wife, Nicole. Hey, girl, how you doing? I know you're watching. I know you're listening. Guys, I'm excited that everyone is tuning in tonight. I'm glad that you're listening wherever you may be listening at, whether it's in Canada, whether it's in Great Britain, whether it's in France or Trinidad, Mexico, guys, Portugal, Spain. TMG is being heard all over the world and all over the globe. And it's because you keep tuning in, and I'm so glad that you are. Now, maybe this is your first time hearing my voice. Your very first time tuning in. If it is, I'm so glad that you're here and that you're tuning in. And maybe you say, Travis, man, I have been listening to the show for the three years that you've been on. Thank you so much for your continued support. I really appreciate that. Thank you so much, guys. Listen, everybody that's been listening to this show knows that this show is all about finding moments of inspiration for our everyday lives. So if you have an inspiring story that you would like to share and maybe come on the show, drop us an email. It's T-E-L-L me something 21 at gmail.com. Now you say, Travis, I know someone that has an inspiring story, but I don't want to come on the show. I'm a little camera shot. That's okay. You can still drop us their information and we'll reach out to them, which means you can do this and you can even remain anonymous if you'd like. So there you go. Guys, everybody knows that this show has a few affiliate sponsors. I'm going to play that information. We're going to come back. We're going to dive into the show because this is an exciting episode. I couldn't wait for tonight's episode. I could not, man. It's going to be good. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Walmart is a proud associate sponsor of TMG Tell Me Something Good podcast. Please use the special link, bit.ly forward slash tell me something good and visit our sponsor. Remember, I may earn a commission when you buy through this link. Amazon. Amazon is the world's largest online retail store. 
please use the special link bit.ly forward slash tell me something a-m-z-n for amazon with amazon you could spend less and smile more please visit one of our online sponsors today there you go guys listen the special links are in the chat and if you're listening to this later guys you heard where you can use those special links it's the holiday season coming up and guys listen you may want to know where can you go to get a great gift for that very special person use the special links guys don't be shy don't be afraid guys if you're looking behind me and you are kind of wondering well, what is that behind you, Travis? That's not your logo. That's behind me. Guys, behind me, I have this logo of a sneaker, and I have the letters J-D-R-F. Yeah, it's right behind me, J-D-R-F, one walk. Uh, guys, if you did not know, uh, November, the month of November is set aside to recognize and bring attention to those individuals who are dealing with type one diabetes. Now, guys, uh, I know someone personally who has to, to deal with type one diabetes. And it's my grandson, Amir. He was diagnosed with type one diabetes at the age of one. Uh, the guy's a trooper. I mean, he is a real trooper. Uh, he knows when he has to take his shots or when it's time to take his blood sugar. The guy is a real trooper. He is definitely my inspiration. So, Guys, if you did not know, uh, the JDRF stands for the Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation. Now, type 1 diabetes, guys, is less common than type 2. About 5 to 10% of people with diabetes have type 1. Now, currently, no one knows how to prevent type 1 diabetes, but it can be treated successfully by following your doctor's recommendation for living a healthy lifestyle. That's right, it may require some change in lifestyle, managing your blood sugar and getting regular health checkups. So guys, we want you around for a long time. Listen, type one diabetes can be managed well. How do I know? My grandson does it all the time. He eats whatever he wants to eat and trust me, he likes to eat. Uh, but it is managed very well. So it can be managed. Now, so tonight's episode, I told you I couldn't wait for tonight's episode because it's very personal and it struck home with me, guys. If you did not catch the topic for tonight's episode, guys, tonight's episode topic is impossible circumstances. Yes, impossible circumstances. I know. You probably want to know where I'm going to go with this. We're going to dive into it and just kind of get into it, man. Nature. Nature can be cruel. Nature can be cruel. Have you ever seen a nature program and some poor little animal gets chased by a hungry lion and eats? And your heart almost goes out to them and you almost feel sorry for them. But you also know that the other animal has to eat. Yeah, you know, you ever seen those nature shows like the one that's showing right now? Let, let me put it up so you can see it here. Look at this, man. 
just, just watch this video. Wow. That's incredible. That's incredible. Man, nature can be cruel. It can be, man. Nature can be cruel. Um, those videos, man, where uh, uh, this hungry lion chases down either this gazelle or this, this, this deer, this small animal, and they chase him down. Your heart almost goes to the little deer or to the gazelle. You almost kind of root for the, the, the underdog, right? It almost kind of leaves you rooting and hoping that the lion, that the gazelle would get away or that the deer would get away. You almost hope that the lion doesn't catch them. Could you find yourself like, oh my God, they're, they've been, they're, listen, they're outweighed. They don't have claws to fight back. They don't have fangs and teeth like the lion do to fight back. And when you see that gazelle or that deer in that type of situation, you almost root or cheer for the gazelle because you're hoping that the lion doesn't get it because you say, wait a minute, that is not an even fight. It's not a fair fight. The lion is built to win that fight. And the gazelle is built to lose that fight. There's no way that that gazelle even stood a chance against something like that. And your heart almost goes out to them. And you almost feel sorry for them. But you also know that the other animal, the lion, does have to eat. I mean, you're going to feel sorry for the gazelle. You're going to feel sorry for the deer. But at the same time, you know the other animal has to eat. Because you would think, think about this for a second. You would think that if nature wanted to really let these smaller creatures grow and thrive, they would not place them in an environment where their lives are in constant danger. Think about that for a minute. You would say, well, if nature was really wanting these animals to thrive and grow and not have any, any issues or any problems, that it would place them in an environment that was nice and safe. There was no constant danger around them. There was only other gazelles around them. There was no lions. There's nothing trying to eat them and have them for breakfast or have them for lunch. You would think, you would think that nature says, look, let's keep these gazelles around longer by not placing them in impossible circumstances. You would think that because you would think that if nature really wanted these smaller creatures around, they would not place them in an environment where their lives are constantly in danger, where they're born with predators all around them, and they are placed into impossible circumstances from birth. And, and, and there, there are some places, as you saw in the video, there are some places on this earth that make it difficult 
for any plant life to grow. I mean, it is. There's some places on this earth, man, it just makes it difficult for any plant life to grow. And the same thing can apply. If nature really wanted these plants to have a thriving life, you would think that it would place it in a less green area where there's plenty of water, not too much sunlight, but just enough where the soil or the dirt is good, where the soil or the dirt is fertile and helps it to grow. You would think that nature would not place a plant in a situation like that, that it wouldn't place it in an impossible circumstance. Now, I don't know if you if you are familiar with the term barren. I don't know if you are familiar with the term barren, B-A-R-R-E-N, but in the most simplistic definition, the most simplistic definition of the word barren uh, it means never supposed to happen. Yeah, the most simplistic definition for the word barren means never supposed to happen. Now, I mention this because sometimes in life, we are thrown into barren and impossible circumstances. Yeah, sometimes in life, we get thrown into barren and impossible circumstances, kind of like the, the, the gazelle or kind of like the plant trying to grow in the desert under 100-degree temperatures or 120-degree scorching heat. Sometimes you would think if life was going to be so perfect for us, we would be born with everything that we needed. We wouldn't need any money. There would be no problems. There'd be no hiccups. There'd be no issues. But sometimes, like the gazelle, we are born into impossible circumstances. You would think that everything would be perfect around us. But here it is. We are thrown into impossible circumstances or tough calls, as some would say, or some people would describe it as being dealt a bad hand by life or having the deck stacked against us. If, if, if you were a gazelle, like in that video, if you were a gazelle, yeah, it's easy to say that the odds were stacked against that gazelle at birth. It was already born into a tough situation. It was already born into an impossible circumstance. It was born into an environment that's harsh and cruel. It's born into an environment where the predators to take it out, try to have it for breakfast, try to have it for a meal. You would say that the were against it at birth. And sometimes life throws us into impossible circumstances, calls. The life can be like, it's like the deck was stacked against you at birth. It comes sometimes, it almost feels like 
You didn't stand a chance at birth. Your parents didn't have very much. There was always a struggle. There was always a fight. And when you looked up, you found out you were repeating the same fight, the same struggle that your parents had. It may be a different variation. It may be a different verse of it. But somehow you look up, you look back, and you're in the same fight. The baby gazelle is in the same fight that the mother gazelle was in. The baby gazelle is possibly running from the same lion that the mother gazelle was running from. You would think that life would make it easier and that it would not be born in an impossible circumstance. And sometimes life can feel that way as if we're not going anywhere. Man, sometimes, and I'm I'm serious, man. Sometimes if we if we just kind of look at our lives and some of the things we've had to deal with from things like racial inequalities or social injustices, gender discrimination, and then many other things in life that not only we but others must face. It's kind of hard to imagine. Something good and spectacular could ever happen to us if we look at all the things we've had to deal with in our lives from our birth. If we look at all the stuff we had to face in our lives from our birth, it's going to hard, it can be sometimes kind of hard to imagine that something good could ever happen to me. It can be kind of hard to imagine that something good could happen for you. If you look at all the stuff that's in the world, from one news network to the next news network, from one social media outlet to the next, it can be kind of hard. It can mess with your psyche. It can mess with your mind. And it can be kind of hard to imagine that something good or spectacular could ever happen for us. And I get it, man. You can go through some things so much. You can go through so many things. So many things can happen to you that it can become difficult to believe that anything good could ever happen for you. It can go through so much in your mind and you can feel like nothing good is ever really going to happen for me. I've tried this before and I've failed before. I've tried to do that before and it did not work. You can deal with so much that you can begin to believe that nothing good can happen. Listen, and if you ever felt this way, it would be a justified belief. Yeah, I'm not going to lie to you, man. I'm going to be honest with you. It would be a justified belief if a person decided never to try their hand at doing something new anymore. And if a person Never saw any hope. You're justified. Listen, if you said right now, I'm just not going to try anything new. I'm not going to try to better myself. It is what it is. I I ain't mad at you. You could go through so much that you could just say, I'm just not ever 
going to try again. I'm never going to attempt it again because you've been through so much. You've had to face so much. You had to handle so much. It would be a justified belief if that gazelle just laid there and said, go ahead and eat me. I'm not going to run. My mother ran from the same thing. My father tried to hide from the same thing. My uncle tried to hide from the same thing. Everybody in our family tried to run from the same lion. What lion has been chasing you? What lion has been running after you? Impossible circumstance. This is the same thing that's been chasing everybody in our family. Maybe it was a diagnosis that you had, that your mother had, or your uncle had, or someone. It's the same. I'm not even going to try. If at all the stuff I've been through, I've been through too much Travis to try again. It would be justified if you said, "Man, I've been through too much. I'm just not." going to try. I'm just not going to try. But the thing about the word impossible, let's talk about the word impossible for a moment. The thing about the impossible that we don't often hear is that the impossible happens somewhere and with someone Every day. The reason we don't hear that about the word impossible, because every time, each time we hear about the word impossible, we always hear it in the connotation that it is beyond our reach. Anytime you think of the word impossible, you always think of something that's beyond your reach. You tell somebody you're going to start a business and they say, that's impossible. You tell somebody you're going to go back to school and finish and they'll say, that's impossible. You tell somebody you're going to change your life and try to do things differently and become a better version of yourself. They'll look at your past. They'll look at your culture. They'll look at where you came from. They'll look at your background and tell you that's impossible. They'll tell you, listen, you can say your child is going to be a CEO of a corporation and they'll look at the child right now and say, well, that's impossible. They can say, well, you know what? My life is going to be better. And they'll tell you that's impossible. But what they don't tell you is that the impossible happens somewhere and with someone Every day, but each time we get represent presented with the impossible, it's always presented in the terms of something that's just out of our reach. And what I want you to understand is that the impossible happens every day. It happens somewhere and with someone every day. Where someone right now is doing something that was never supposed to happen. That someone said it's out of your reach, but they're doing 
the impossible. Somewhere, someone right now is doing something that someone said is or was impossible. Somewhere, a mother who was thought to never have the ability to give birth to a child does so. That's impossible. Somewhere, a person who was given a short time to live has lived well beyond the expected time they were told. That's impossible. Somewhere, some people or some person or some family is living in a small village and in a hut, and they're living without a cell phone, without a computer, without a television, and they're living fine. And yes, even that can be called impossible by some standards. And you know what I'm talking about. You feel like you can't live without your cell phone. You can't live without a computer. Some people right now are doing it. And some people, that's impossible. There is something else, guys. There is something else that we don't often hear about the impossible. Because most times when we hear it, it's always in the term of something being out of our reach. Every time we hear about it, the definition to some people is, if it's impossible, that means it's out of my reach. If it's impossible, that means I can't get it. If it's impossible, it's out of my reach. I want to try to change our minds about the word impossible and it always being as something always being out of our reach. There's something else that we don't often hear about the word impossible or about the impossible. The impossible, whether you know this or not, whether you have thought about this or not, but the impossible is mobile. Yeah, the impossible is mobile. It doesn't sit still. It doesn't just sit in one place. It doesn't sign itself to one. Listen, the impossible does not have a specific address. Yeah, the impossible is mobile. I know you may have never thought of that before. But the impossible is mobile. It does not have one designated address. Yeah, it's not cool. Listen, it's not just in one specific area. It's not just at one specific place. It don't live at one specific address, one specific home. The impossible is mobile. It doesn't have one designated address. The impossible can be happening. Listen, so what that means is the impossible can be happening in Portugal and in Spain in Africa and here in the United States all at the same time. It's mobile. It can be happening at my address and your address all at the same time. The impossible is mobile. It doesn't have a specific place that it always is. There's nobody who can say we can corner the market or the impossible, it's mobile. 
Yeah, it doesn't have a specific address. Listen, the impossible does not choose sides. It, it, it's not a Democrat. It's not a Republican. It's not an independent. It doesn't matter what side you are. The impossible doesn't choose sides. It doesn't matter what side of the aisle that you on. The impossible does not choose sides. It's not prejudice. It does not ask. Listen, the impossible does not ask, nor does it care where a person came from. And it does not do a background check. It doesn't look at your past. Listen. The impossible does not consider your past. It does not consider what mistake you made. It does not consider what you thought was like. It does not consider where you came from. It does not consider if you finished school or not. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It does not consider if you went to school. The impossible is mobile. It can be happening places and all time with many people so the impossible does not choose sides it's not prejudice it does not ask or not care about a person's background that means it does not do a background check that means someone who has a marred or made a lot of mistakes in their background can have the impossible happen to for them just like someone who has a perfect background. It does not care. It doesn't do a background check. In fact, it does not care where you came from. Its only concern is where you want to go, which means the impossible can be happening with multiple people in multiple places all at the same time. The impossible could be happening to you while you're listening. While you're listening to this show, the impossible can be happening to you. While you're on your way to work, the impossible can be happening to you. It's mobile. It doesn't sit in one place. It doesn't stand still. The impossible will move if you move. Yeah, it's, it's mobile. You don't have to worry about leaving this one at home. You don't have to worry about forgetting this. It will follow you if you're willing to go. The impossible is mobile. It will move if you move. Yeah, yeah. If you want the impossible to follow you, all you have to do is move. When you move, It'll move right with you. As a matter of fact, it'll be there before you get there. The impossible, it doesn't choose sides. It's only concerned about is where you want to go, which means the impossible can be happening with multiple people in multiple places all at the same time. And it keeps an eye open. And 
some individual with a perfect background or a perfect situation, and not for someone who necessarily had everything going their way for them, and not necessarily for those individuals who had everything handed to them. But it keeps an eye out for those who at first glance, when you first look at them, your first you know, your first take on them. But it keeps an eye out for those who at first glance you might not think would ever stand a chance at hooking up with it. Yeah, it keeps an eye out for those who at first glance you might think might not ever stand a chance of hooking up with it. Listen, the impossible, it's not always looking for those individuals uh, with a perfect score, so to speak. Uh, it's, it's not quite honestly. It looks for those who say to themselves, I ain't got nothing to lose. It's looking for those who say, I ain't got nothing to lose because there are moments that each of us regardless of our economic backgrounds and regardless of our family history, where we face something in life and all we have left are the words, we ain't got nothing to lose. Yeah, we ain't got nothing to lose. Listen, Gandhi changed the course of an entire nation like this. Listen, Whenever there is any major change in course or in the way people begin to think or in technology or in medicine, somewhere, somebody has made up their minds. I ain't got nothing to lose. Yeah, I like to hang around people who say I ain't got nothing to lose because those type people, they have some tenacity. They don't give up easily. They're bold. They're courageous. Listen, anytime you begin to feel depressed, anytime you begin to feel like you're on the verge of quitting, put on some music, read a book, listen to a sermon, whatever it is, but get around some people that make you feel like I ain't got nothing to lose before you get up in the morning, before your feet hit the floor, you are saying to yourself, I ain't got nothing to lose. I'm going to give everything I got. If I'm going to change it, I ain't got nothing to lose. Where are my I ain't got nothing to lose type people? Yeah, I know you're listening. If you're listening to the show, I know there's some people right now that's listening that says, I ain't got nothing to lose. They already don't like me. They're already talking about me. I already don't have a reputation. I might as well go for it. I might as well do the best I can. I might as well give it all I got. I ain't got nothing. To lose. Yeah, yeah, where, where them folks at? If you are one of those people and you're watching right now, go ahead 
and type it in chat. I ain't got nothing to lose. What you afraid of at this point? They've already chased you. I ain't got nothing to lose. It's kind of like in the video we showed in the beginning of the gazelle running from the lion. And you would say, why is the gazelle running in the weeds? Why is the gazelle jumping over rocks? Because the gazelle has figured this out. The lion is already chasing me. If I had to jump over a rock, I'm jumping. If I had to read a book, I'm going to read it. If I had to learn a new skill, I'm going to learn it. Because at this point, I ain't got nothing to lose. I know, I know there's people listening all over the real world. And you're figuring out, I ain't got nothing to lose. I'm already in a place where people say I won't succeed. I ain't got nothing to lose. I'm later in my life. I, I dropped out of school. I, I ain't got nothing to lose. Man, listen. While getting ready for this episode, while I was getting ready for this episode, I thought about um first impressions. Yeah, that, that's what came to my mind. What came to my mind while I was getting ready for this show was first impressions now and listen and i know first impressions was the thing that came to my mind when i was getting ready for this show now it made me think of a situation that happened to me when i was a child it did maybe the situation that happened to me when i was a child and i remember being a kid i do i remember uh being a kid and i was always a small kid i've never really been any kind of big major size I've always been a small frame kind of type person. I have. I've always been a small kid. And when I say small, I mean not very large and kind of skinny, you might say. I mean many. I got called skinny so many times because I was like skinny, skinny. I mean, I was super small. And so I wasn't a very large kid, uh, very small, and just like kind of skinny, you might say. And if you saw me, if you saw me uh, as a kid, if you saw me, your first impressions might leave you wondering about my health. I kid you not, man. It might leave you wondering, is this kid sick? Is this kid okay? I mean, I was, I was really skinny. And uh, so your first impressions might leave you wondering about my health. And I got sisters and family members that are listening to the show and people that knew me when I was growing up. And they'd be like, yeah, he was pretty skinny. He was a small one. Uh, he was he was sticking, <laughs> and if you ever saw me, man, your first impressions might leave you wondering about my health. So here's the question: Your first impression, if you saw me, would kind of leave you wondering. So here's the question I want to ask in regards to first impression. Here's something I want to ask you. Here's a question for you about this: What are some first impressions about you? that you had to survive. Yeah, what are some first impressions about you that you had to survive? Right now, there are some people that's listening and you had to survive some first impressions about you. They don't even know you. 
that well enough to be talking about you that way. You don't even know you that well enough to be formulating an opinion about you like that. What are some first impressions about you that you had to survive? There are people right now that are still trying to survive first impressions that someone had about them. Right now, somebody is trying to live through some first impressions that someone else had about you. They didn't even know you well enough to be talking about you like that. They didn't even know anything about you to be gossiping about you like that. What are some first impressions about you that you had to survive? How wrong was anyone's first impressions about you? Yeah. How wrong was someone's first impressions about you? Let me ask you this. Has your first impression about something ever been wrong? Yeah, I want to know. Has your first impression about something ever been wrong? First impressions can throw you off. So back to the story, guys. Back to the story. Back to the story. This won't take long. So back to the story. I was this little small frame boy, right? Not very tall, but man, I ate a lot. I did. I was small and frame, but man, it's stature, but I ate a lot. And you can never tell because I would hardly gain any weight. My wife is thinking right now and saying right now, he still eats a lot. I know, I get it. Uh, so a quick backstory, guys, a real quick backstory about my size that many of you may not know about me, right? Uh, something about me that many of you may not be aware or uh, a lot of you may not know about me. So when I was born, I was born with a hole in my heart. And I later found out most children are, but it usually closes. Well, mine did not. Impossible circumstance. I was born with a hole, an actual hole in my heart. And later I understood that most children are, but it closes. Mine did not. Impossible circumstance. I was born in 1969. So a lot of the medical breakthroughs we have today were not on hand at the time. I was later told that the doctors were baffled about what they would do because I was too small to be operated on. I was born under weight. Not only was I born with a hole in my heart, I was born under weight. And the doctors were baffled about how they could proceed because I was born in a time where the technology that we have today was not available at that time. And I was born under weight, impossible circumstance. So they had to wait until I was three years old 
in order to operate on me. During this time, they were able to construct a solution to our problem. Yeah, during that time, they were able to construct a solution to our problem. Guys, right here, I want to say something to everyone who feels like quitting or giving up. I want to say something to everyone who had things that didn't go your way or work out for you the first time. Don't give up so easily. You may not have the answer you're looking for. The solution may not be immediate. And whether you are in school taking classes or taking classes online or trying to run a business or run a household, don't give up so easily. Some things ha don't happen overnight. Some things happen over time. Listen, you are hearing my voice because I happen over time. Yeah, they had to wait three years before they could operate on me. The reason you're hearing my voice is because the answer came over time. Don't give so easily just because the answer didn't happen right away. Don't give up so easily just because the solution wasn't right in front of you. Some things don't happen overnight. They happen over time. So they were able to find ways to complete the operation. Now, I don't know all the details of the surgery. I don't understand. Listen, I do understand that in my heart, there's a plastic tube inserted in my heart completing the flow of blood. Now, I'm not sure about all the disappointments that many of us had to face and what left a hole in you. But I do know you can't quit this easily. Don't give up so soon. So, and the doctors told my mom and uh, and told my mom that, uh, that I could live a normal life. Um, we just had to make some adjustments. That so he could live a normal life. We're just not certain how long that life would be. Now, I want you to imagine you as a parent, the doctor's telling you your child could live a normal life. We're just not certain how long that life would be. Yeah, impossible circumstances so when it's not long how long that life will be he may listen they say he may not be able to run and play as other children my mom being the type of person she is she said okay and my grandmother said okay and we left the hospital um time passed i ran track i played football all those who are watching this show that grew up with me, knew I was always riding my bike. I was always everywhere running. I played basketball. I did all the things they said I would not be able to do. Impossible circumstances. I was born under impossible circumstances. They said you would not be able, but impossible circumstances. So time passed. I did all the things they said I wouldn't be able to do. So back to the story, guys. Real quick, back to the story. I got to finish. I remember one time as a child, there was this door 
um, I kid you not, there was this door that I had to open. And um, uh, it was a pretty big door. It had like, a brass handle on it. Uh, it was a large glass door with a brass handle. And as I approached the door to open it, remember, I'm a small kid. I'm skinny. First impressions is I'm unhealthy. Your first impressions about me is pretty much this guy is not going to be able to do quite much, a lot of a whole lot of things. So uh, there was this door I had to open. It was like a large glass door, uh, like an office building with a brass handle. And as I approached the door to open it, an adult behind me asked if I needed help with it. I politely looked at them and said, no, I got this. I grabbed the door with both hands and I pulled on it with everything I had. It opened slowly at first. My feet were slipping and sliding, but I continued to pull. I could hear the adult behind me repeat their question. Do you need help with that? I kept pulling and I said, I got this. I continued pulling until the door opened. Yeah, I kept pulling until the door opened. Listen, I don't know what impossible thing may be in front of you right now. I don't know what impossible circumstances you may have been born under or the turn of events in your life may have been impossible. You might be listening right now while incarcerated. You might be listening right now and on a diabetes. You might be listening right now and you're on dialysis. You might be listening right now and you're not sure of yourself. But you can't quit. You just might have to pull on it. Yeah, you might have to just pull on it. You might be facing an impossible circumstance. Pull on it. They may say you can't get over this, but pull on it. You might have type 1 diabetes. You might have another condition. Pull on it. You may not know how you're going to graduate. Pull on it. You may have something going on with you mentally or emotionally. It may have been happening for a while. Your feet might be slipping, but pull on it. You might think you're going to give it and lose it, but pull on it. Pull on it until something opens for you. Pull on it until you see what you're hoping for. Pull on it until something changes. Listen, there's no magic to it. And I'm not saying we can do everything on our own. What I am saying is don't underestimate yourself. Don't underestimate who you are. Pull on it with everything that you got and with Everything in you. Listen, if I had stayed there any longer, I would have accepted the help. We can't do everything ourselves, but we can do something. Pull 
on it. Yeah, put it in chat. Say it to yourself. Pull on it. It may have been it may have been hard. It may have been difficult, but I'm going to pull on it. I'm not going to quit. Listen, the hole in my heart that I was born with did not close on its own. I needed help to make that happen. I was told I might not have much of a childhood, but I did. I was told they weren't sure of the quality of life that I would have, but it's a great one. I was born under impossible circumstances. I'm still here. I'm not sure what your impossible circumstance is, but solutions to the impossible happens everywhere, every day, at any given moment. And sometimes you have to open the door to the impossible. Sometimes you have to pull on it with everything that's in you. Even when, listen, and even when you pull and it doesn't want to open, don't quit. Yeah, if you pull on it and it doesn't seem like it wants, don't want to open for you, don't quit. Either get help or find something else to pull on. Yeah, pull on it. Yeah, just, just like this picture. I got a picture up, guys, showing of a little kid trying to pull on a door. That was me. I was pulling on it. I was determined if I had to slip, I'm going to pull on it. If I slide, I'm going to pull on it. If it takes everything in me, I'm going to pull on it. I got one shot at this. I'm going to pull on it. I'm not going to just be satisfied with being on the sideline. If I only have one shot, I'm going to pull on it. You only got one chance. Pull on it. This picture that you see of this little boy trying to pull open this door. That was me. Pull on it. You might feel like this, but pull on it. I'm going to be honest with you. When you start, it may feel just like this picture. It may feel just like this. It may feel like you're pulling. You're putting in all the effort with no results, but keep pulling on it. It may seem that everything you are trying is not working, but pull on it. You might be losing your grip. Your feet might be slipping, but pull on it. Pull on it long enough until it begins to look like this. This picture with the door begins to open. Yeah, pull on it until it begins to look like this. Look like a picture with the boy and the door is opening. Pull on it until it begins to look like this. It may not open all the way at first, but, some, but for some, that's all we need. We just need it big enough so our feet can get through. We just need it big enough so our hip can get through. We just need it big enough so our head can get through. Listen, 
we need, we really need is our heads to get through. Because if we can get our head through, the rest of our body will make it through. What I mean by our heads, if we could just get our minds through it, we could just figure it out. If we could just get our minds through it, we can get through this thing. If we could just get our thoughts through it, we can get through it. And listen, and once we get inside, once we get our heads through, and we discover all we really needed was to get our heads through, and once we discover what was keeping us on the other side of the door, it wasn't the handle. It wasn't the size of the door. It what was keeping us from the other side of the door. It wasn't the handle. It wasn't the size of the door. It was a thought. It was what was in our minds that kept us out. It was what's in our minds that kept us on the other side of the door. Listen, it wasn't the size of the door. It was a thought. Let's get our hands through it and pull on it. Because our YouTube page is coming to the good with a capital T. And as always, you can stream right here, guys, each Thursday. 6.30 p.m. Central, 7.30 p.m. Eastern to listen to the show. Or you can stream it on your favorite streaming platforms like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and so many more. Thank you so much for tuning in, guys. I'm so glad that you're here. And as always in parting, if you're going to tell me something, then tell me something good. I'm out of here. You got to go. Peace. Oh, <laughs> <laughs>